Hello everyone and namaste. Thank you for uh, listening um, into our podcast. This is our fifth episode. And today we are going to talk about uh, relationships. So sometimes I feel like we live in the air of the grenade. We're just waiting for someone to come along and pull the safety pin so we can go off. And most of the time, our significant others are the unintended victims of our explosions. And when this behavior persists, a lot of times our relationships become a collateral damage. We need to learn to control our emotions. Many people justify their actions with having a very stressful job, stress due to financial problems or other sources of stress. Now, um, most of the time, what gets us into that state of mind is not an isolated event. So it's a chain of issues and a collection of bad days and and all the crazy things that we go through the day that they start to accumulate and then one day we we don't have more space to um, contain that um, stress so we go off and we hurt people around us So I think that it's important for us to find evolve, evolve to let us let out some of the stress out of our system. So we don't blow off that often. A lot of people have talked about how stress can affect our bodies, but not many people have talked about how stress can erode our relationships. Take care of yourself. Take steps to release all that stress. Don't let it accumulate. Find your safety vault. A lot of people can liberate all the negative energy by exercising, doing yoga, or reading a book. For me, what works is silence and meditation. And also from time to time, just watch videos of boats and airplanes. I don't know why, but that, that has a very calming effect on me. Maybe because... Those, I, I really love great interest in boats and, and airplanes. So every day during the day, I try to take a moment and stay silent in meditation. I disconnect myself from TV, cell phone, computer, news, music, from everything. I just take a moment to myself and relax and meditate. But sometimes, some weeks are very very busy and I don't have time to do that so what I do is take one of the days of a weekend either Saturday or Sunday and take as much time as I can for myself so I just go into my into my office uh, the one that I have at home and I will sit down light an incense and a couple of candles and I try to relax and to meditate and That is a way that I've found that that keeps my levels of stress lower. So you can do the same thing if you cannot dedicate uh, an hour of a day, every day of the week. Try at least to do it on the weekends. Try to do uh, Saturday or Saturday and Sunday if possible. So find a quiet place in your house, sit down and meditate. If you don't know how to meditate or you don't find it appealing, 
just sit down and be quiet for a little bit. Um, avoid all distractions, TV, cell phones, computers. Just sit, sit down uh, with yourself, share a moment with you. If possible, try to do it every day. It's not the same to clean a mess that's, that just has um, a couple of hours than to clean a mess that has been sitting for, for an entire week. So since I was uh, very young, many of my friends came to me uh, for advice regarding their love lives and, and decisions in general. Now that I was uh, particularly popular among the girls, or anything like that, but apparently uh, my advices were effective. I, I always tell them that, that I truly believe that no one should get into a relationship with a person that behaves in a way in which you are not comfortable with. Many of the times we are so enchanted by the physical appearance of a person that we get into the relationship because we want that, that beauty. We are enamored of that beauty and most of the time we don't even know the person we don't know who um, that person is and uh, her values and and if that person is going to be good for us or not so a lot of times we we just rely on that physical appearance and we get into the relationship and we hope that if that person behaves or has a certain characteristics or, or character traits that we don't like, we hope that in the future we'll be able to make that person change. And trust me, this is the worst mistake you can make. I see this very often in my office when people come to see me to um, file for divorce. A lot of people tell me how in the beginning they, they saw um, their spouse so uh, beautiful and and he or she was so enamored with that person that any um, what we would call uh, defects um, in quotation marks were secondary that uh, she only or he only wanted to be with that person and share, share time with him or her. Every person has certain traits in their personalities that are part of that person's identity. Some people love to dance, others love to um, be outdoors, and other people just like to be at home watching TV. And a lot of times, if you don't have common interests, or if you are not willing to be flexible and, and share time with the other person, even in those activities that you, that you don't enjoy, it will become a living hell. A lot of men and women going to a relationship doomed to fail because they got into the relationship not liking certain traits of the person's character and they think that they can change it. In the beginning of most relationships, uh, people try to make the other person happy at any expense. People are willing to accommodate the other person in ways that are inimaginable so let's say that, that the girlfriend makes a comment like um, I don't feel comfortable with you um, going out all the time with your friends and I wish you, you could uh, spend more time with me here at home or we can spend more time uh, together 
So the, the boyfriend will happily stop meeting with his friends. Um, and if he meets his friends, will be uh, sporadically, will be once a week or once every two or three weeks. So about months into the relationship, when the chemicals start wearing off, um, the boyfriend starts to think if it is reasonable for him to stop spending time with his friends. Uh, then he starts feeling bored. And then after questioning comes boredom. Um, he feels bored of being at home all the time or or being all the time with his girlfriend. And then he starts to think ways to sneak out of the house and meet his buddies. And he resents his girlfriend. Now he feels trapped. Um, he starts to think that how is this possible that this woman is so selfish that she doesn't want me to be with my friends? She's so dominant. She thinks she owns me. And because of because he's frustrated, he, he starts to be in a bad mood. And as soon as he can, he would throw at his girlfriend's face all, all the, the, the moments that he has lost not being with his friends and, and that he has lost his friends. And most of the time, uh, the girlfriend will already have in mind uh, all the things that she has stopped doing because she knew that he didn't like. And then war breaks. So um, if they don't live together, at least they will have uh, some space to um, cool off. But when they live together, it's it, it would be hard to um, let all that anger um, dissipate quickly and then at the side of each other's face um, that residual anger um, will travel through the body and then they they start arguing from time to time until all that wears off in the best case um, this will happen early in the relationship and each party will, will find out or will take the decision that, that should uh, that would be better for the two of them. But sometimes people people try to work on those things that that the other don't don't like. So uh, trying to make a relationship work. But the truth of the matter is that there will there will always be resentment and most of the time the other person is not even aware and one day everything comes out and, and is very toxic and, and will destroy the relationship and this is just an example of how a very small thing can turn into a crisis and you may be thinking like this is just this is just a small thing like how how can people argue and, and how can a relationship ends um, because of the small thing. We are living in a time in which um, every person thinks that the options out there are infinite. And not too many people are really um, ready to be committed to a long-term relationship. And a lot of people, when they are in, in a relationship, they, they are just thinking, like, if this is not what I'm expecting right now, then I better 
uh, finish uh, the relationship with this person and move to the next one. Our way of living is not like, well, I found this person and I'm going to stay here and I'm, I'm, I'm going to work uh, with this person to have a, a long-lasting relationship. It's not that usual um, to find these this kind of relationships uh, nowadays. I see a lot of people in my office that come comes with uh, this type of issues. They will go like, no, I want to file a divorce. Um, what would I be with him when I can, you know, go out there and find another person that maybe uh, will be better? So in my opinion, uh, you either have to burn the bridges. And if you are with that person, forget about any other options and say, I want to have a long-term relationship with this person and I have no other option. Of course, if you feel that your life is being threatened, that there is uh, domestic violence, that you as a person are being hurt or abused or anything like that, by all means, you need to uh, get out of that relationship. But if not, try to stick to it. If you love that person, like you need to be patient and stop looking for defects on the other person and the other route that you can take is don't be in a serious relationship wait until you find the person that you think is going to be the one uh, many specialists uh, now talk about how the first months of a romantic relationship is like being under the influence of drugs your brain will release hormones such as dopamine and uh, norepinephrine, which are the same hormones that are involved uh, when a person is high on cocaine. People experience heightened sexual desires, enhanced mood, and cloudy judgment. And especially the cloudy judgment part is what gives us an idea of how, how sometimes people do things in the name of love uh, th that they wouldn't do um, if they were not under the influence of love, for a lack of a better word. Um, I've met people that have changed their personalities for a significant other. They have significantly reduced contact with their families. Uh, some of them have even changed their religions, hoping to have a good relationship. But they are the most miserable people you can encounter. These people are not happy because they stop being who they are. So most people that do all these changes uh, are filled with guilt and resentment against the significant other. They do not see the changes they adopted as their own decision. They see them as being forced to adopt those changes. So sometimes it is the case that some people always dangle that thread of I'm going to leave you if you don't behave in the way I think um, it is appropriate. And as a result, both parties of the relationship are very unhappy. One will regret changing things that were part of her or his personality. And the other will always know that his significant other made changes to please him, but in reality, that's not the essence of the person. And one day, um, 
that person can go back to his or her old ways. In my opinion, there are two reasons why people get into these uh, problems. Um, the one is one is fear, and the other one is ignorance. Uh, people fear being alone, uh, being judged by others. Others fear that they will not be good enough and that they will end up alone. So they they try to uh, get into a relationship with the first person they can get. And others rush into a relationship. So because of that fear, people make uh, very bad choices. Um, I've seen people getting into a relationship because his mother is telling her, hey, you are in your... You are in your thirties already. Uh, you need to get married and have children. Um, you are going to be alone for the rest of your life. Um, you you are going to be incomplete, and out of pure fear, and because they they already have that fear in the background when they get into into a relationship, they they don't want to lose that person because they think again, I'm going to be alone and nobody's going to love me. And I'm going to end up um, alone for the rest of my life. And the other reason, um, ignorance. Um, a lot of people rush into relationships. Some people meet someone today and less than a month later, they are already living together. It is true that in many um, countries, um, they still have the tradition of arranged marriages. And, and most of those marriages um, are long marriages and, and they usually don't get divorced but those are different cultures and in many of those cultures of uh, being divorced will bring a will bring a stigma to to the person being divorced and to his or her family and there is a deterrent there for for people uh, getting divorced so when they have any marital issues, they try to work them out or they just accept the situation as it is. So going back to the to, to the ignorance part. So people don't don't take time to um, get to know each other. They just act on the impulse of, oh, we like each other. Um, he's beautiful. She's beautiful. Um, I liked her. And she says that she's going to love me forever. And I, I believe that I'm going to love her forever. And we should move together. And that's it. And then when when you are in a relationship as a boyfriend or girlfriend, you don't spend 24-7, which is with each other. Um, you will meet twice or three times a week. And you will meet for a couple of hours maybe one whole day um, on the weekends but because of people have to work and school and, and other um, obligations people don't have a lot of time together so so when you are with uh, someone for a couple of hours you are going to show your best you're going to show your um, your manners uh, you're going to be polite and you are going to be the best human being you can possibly be but then when you are 24-7, um, you cannot hide a lot of your imperfections and a lot of things that the other person didn't know about you. So if you don't give enough time to the relationship for each other to um, get to know each other, 
it is very possible that you will find things about the other person down the road that you don't like and that things that if you knew about that person chances are that you wouldn't be in a relationship so um, let us take time before we we take such big decisions of living with a person or getting married or worse having children thousands and thousands of children every year are either aborted or their parents get divorced when they are less than a year old why will you bring a child into this world when you when you haven't even figured out a relationship with your spouse you are robbing that child the opportunity of growing up with a mother and a father you are setting up yourself to go through a lot of hardship unless you have a rich family that will support you you will have to um, provide for that child and you 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 are setting up you're putting yourself in a position that there is no need for take your time find the right partner have a strong relationship when the relationship is solid then have your children but having said that the worst you can do in a relationship is to get attached to the other person if you get attached to someone you will suffer and you will suffer tremendously you will be anxious you will be jealous you will be angry and afraid and this is the best example i can give you at the moment um attachment is like when you try to squeeze a wet part of soap if you squeeze the soap too hard it will fly out of your hand if you squeeze harder the soap will pass through your fingers many times we um mistake relationship with ownership and this is not only in marital or sentimental relationships attachment is also present in friendships most of the time when we love someone we want exclusivity in every aspect of the other's life even when we do not want to admit it respect and love those who surround you but do not get attached be ready mentally and physically for them to depart at any time either because the person die or because the person decides to leave love in a giving way not in a receiving way love without a goal do not focus your efforts in getting that person to love you and respect you in the bhagavad gita shri krishna told arjun you should never engage in an action for the sake of reward do not love um, others with the hope of of receiving love back many times this is a source of frustration so many people are frustrated when they are in a relationship in which they are giving everything they are giving love and affection but the other party is not being reciprocal this brings a lot of frustration and suffering attachment will also bring a lot of anxiety a lot of people uh, the anxious person will be asking himself am i am i enough for this person am i doing things right for this person 
am I making happy this person? And the underlying cause of all this anxiety is fear, is fear of being left by the loved one. And sometimes the other person realizes that fear and take advantage of it. And other times you suffer at your own hands by bringing more and more pressure on you to um, make this relationship work. I'm not saying that you should be cold or not letting people get closer to you. As a matter of fact, I encourage you to love and to to let others love you. But love others in an unattached way. Be involved in a relationship, but do not let that relationship affect you. Attachment is one of the main causes of domestic violence. Some people are so attached to their spouses that they will resort to any tools available to keep that person. So in the mind of an attached person, if for example, they are going with their spouse into a restaurant to have dinner, and if the spouse look to someone or stare, stare at a specific place, um, that person will already start to think, oh, maybe she's Oh, she's, she's looking at someone, she's, she's being unfaithful to me. If their spouses um, wear uh, new clothes or uh, cologne or makeup, the wheels start to spin in their heads. Um, oh, maybe she's, she's, she's seeing someone else. Maybe she's in love with another person. Maybe she's going to leave me. And, and so on and so forth. And then... So the, the person that is attached will look for 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 a tool to to help him or her retain their spouse, and maybe they will start by by yelling and making a scene in the middle of the restaurant, or by prohibiting his wife or husband to um, wear a new dress or wear cologne, and and things are going to um, escalate. When they see that that certain behavior is not being um, effective, they will escalate to something to something stronger, and it will it will come to the point that that person is going to be violent and is going to attack. I and mean, in some sad cases, we've seen husbands and and wives or boyfriends and girlfriends uh, killing each other because of a a rage of, of jealousy and in some situations if the other uh, party of the relationship is not as attached and is uh, smart enough to, to realize that she is being in danger or that the relationship is turning is turning into a very toxic relationship he or she will probably remove uh, her or himself out of out of the relationship but sometimes both parties are extremely attached and those are the cases that you see um, in domestic violence court that the husband beats the, the 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 living hell out of that person and then when you are in court waiting for the for the wife to be a witness she either denies um, ever being attacked by the husband or she doesn't go to the to the courtroom. 
Sometimes it's out of fear, but sometimes it's because of the attachment. And she's afraid of losing him. She's afraid of hurting him, even though he, he hurt her physically. Let us be loving and caring for each other, but without being attached. Love in a way that the other person knows that you love him or love her and that you are there for her or him. But you can live without each other. That if he decides to live one day or you decide to live one day, life is going to um, go on without interruption. Even our love for God should be detached. Many people have uh, this qui pro quo relationship with God. So basically one thing for the other. So if you answer my prayers, if you um, show me that you are on my side, you're going to be my God and I'm going to um, uh, praise you and I'm going to pray and I'm going to be a good person and you will be always in my thoughts. But then if you cannot give me what I need if you cannot protect me if you are not being the God that I want you to be then I, I, I'm, I'm going to look for another religion I'm not going to be as, as devoted as um, I should be and a lot of times we even forget about God if things are not going the way we want and that is not the right way when we are behaving like that it's like we are using God we are not being devoted to him we are just entering into a partnership with God like in a business relationship like so love God regardless of how things are going show your love your respect even when things are not going the way you think they should go and most important don't forget him when you receive what you wanted when you got that thing that you were um going after if God gives it to you then appreciate that God answer your prayers and stop that that pattern that we human beings live most of the time once we get what we wanted from God then we forget about God and everything related to him until the next project or until the next family issue or until one of our friends or family members get sick let's have God in the first place always be devoted And thank you again for sharing this time with me. And until our next episode, push forward and be kind to others. God bless you.